Welcome, world, to episode 230 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chance. I update the games at chance.blogspot.com almost every day. Wow. But, how do you thanks. have the time? I, you know what? Uh, you make the time if it's important uh, to you. Okay. Which is why I didn't for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I'm fine. I, I've been playing a mediocre JRPG for an entire week, and it actually feels pretty good. It pisses me off that you would play that for an entire week, and you did, and you abandoned Man Eater. This, I'm having more fun with this. I'm sorry, I am. We'll talk about what, it later. But uh, what, name fine. the game first. Fairy Tale. Oh, oh. That's the one we looked up, and I didn't yeah. know it was a manga. Yeah, and, and I, we were, and we were I both told surprised. You it was a licensed game. Yeah, it's a licensed game, and then we looked at the Metacritic, and we're both surprised that it's not shit. It's like seventies. So we'll talk about it later. But you know what? It's not bad, and it fills the time. So hey, Alex, I, what have you been playing? Uh, I got back into Outer Worlds. Ooh, yeah, really? no, it's wow. uh, so it's been about twice? almost a year. <laughs> I've forgotten enough of it. I have a better understanding of like. Well, I played it kind of like New Vegas the first time, and this is way more of a what's a charcuterie pl- plate to the buffet that was New Vegas. Yeah. So it's like I gotta sip it, and I'm trying to do everything in every little place before I move on. And then yeah, it's worth playing at least twice. I played the first time as a kind of just like a commando asshole who everyone hated, and this time I'm trying a little less combat, a lot more conversation, and it is a different game. Did you pick up the DLC? Is the DLC out? Uh, the DLC is not out till I think, late September. Okay. But yes, I am doing that. Okay, because I know they announced it. But... This is fun shit. I, I, the, um, what's it called? The time dilation thing. It's better than Vats. Vats is way overpowered. Uh, you can get it to where, like, you can, like, rattle off, like, three, like, sniper shots in a row. And you get to, like, Grim Reaper sprinting to get all your shit back at the end. Uh, it's a lot of fun builds you can do with it. And, yeah. But you can only really use it for one or two shots, instead of like fifty if you had like a pistol and fallout. <laughs> I like it. It makes a lot of really smart like decisions, but it doesn't. It does not have a lot of budget. And it's good yeah. to know its limitations going back in. I'd recommend yeah. another playthrough if, if you're feeling it. Hmm. Well, now is the time to go back and play through things that we are feeling another playthrough on, right? Yeah, 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 pretty like, much. Yeah, like now it really is. Like there, we got a gap in triple A's. There are some indies to look at, which bear looking at some do um yeah but yeah we're, we're at the tail end and the the next gen is just looming there with its potential 600 dollars price point was that uh, what that, was that from uh was that leak from i don't remember it's, it's not a leak it's it's rumors out there right now there there is no way well okay no there's absolutely a way there, the way once. it might happen is the series x might be 600 and the series s might be like 300 or 400 because they released a spec sheet, or a spec sheet leaked, that actually gave you all the details between the X and the S. And the S, it's like, it's like the Xbox said. It has no disk drive. It's, it's, it really is a, a paired-back version. So I can see them undercutting them, undercutting PS5 with the S, and the S is 100% inferior to the PlayStation 5, and then screwing the early adopters on the X. So... What do you mean screwing know. them? Like, oh, like on price wise, like uh, price wise, yeah, making making it six hundred bucks. Oh. oh no, they wouldn't do that because X X is the next gen. But like I said last week, I don't think they have a very strong next gen argument right now. And Sony's next gen argument, best next gen argument, is Spider Man. And then it just becomes and we okay. Chamberlain challenged us all this week to come up with our games of the gen, 
and pare it down to, and pare it down to ten. And we're supposed to talk I, about five today and five next week. Yeah, I, I gave everybody homework because I'm a yeah. terrible person. I'm a mean. No, no, it was good to focus on it. It was a nice little exercise. It was. Yeah. It, it really put things in perspective that there are there are actually relatively few indies this gen that are hugely valuable to me. It's true. A lot less than I expected. A lot less than the last gen. I should have written up a uh, honorable mentions, and I did not because Celeste was like eleven or twelve. I definitely have honorable mentions. Yeah. I've got like, like six that have been m- moved up, moved down, and moved out. Yeah, like through the course of like four different lists. And and I should note that this is when we do this, which we'll do later. Um, it's our personal, our personal like most meaningful games generation. Because if we were to actually talk about what are the most important games of the generation? We'd have to talk about Fortnite. Yeah, I don't want to talk about And we'd have to shit. talk about Pokemon Go. Or we'd Minecraft. We'd have to talk about Minecraft again. So, I mean, no. this We'll do this probably after headlines, but this is our, our personal lists. When There's we look a, back at the generation, what, what, what warms the cockles of our dark hearts? There is a woman at my office who has likely put more time into Pokemon Go than I have Overwatch. That is frightening. Whenever she travels, she'll be gone for like two days. And she'll come back and tell us that she walked, like, 75 kilometers in that two days. Shit. Yeah. She's just out catching Pokemon and meeting people. She's like... Well, it's it's, it's good cardio. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she... I bet you she has great legs. I'm not going to get into that, but... Uh, I'm just... That's my guess. No, like... Walk that like much. You, she's a machine. She's a walking right. machine. There we go. It's like, apparently, apparently uh, people evolved to run. That's why we're upright. That allowed us to run after things and hack at them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know. in the evolutionary process. We're not the fastest, but we have we can run and we have the best endurance. So before we invented tools, we would just chase things until they died. Oh, my dasher is approaching. Ooh, oh, chicken! Bring for me my the, uh, bring for me the my listeners. Chance has Popeyes. Again. Popeyes on the way. Yeah, gonna get some of them biscuits. So hey, uh, not to kink shame, but yes, SMRI got was that SM. Se- Samurai? No, the uh, SMRI. The uh, ASMR. ASMR people. You'll get something out of this. What's ASMR? Oh, that oh, are, like, oh. Addicted to like whispery sounds. I didn't think that was a kink thing. I thought it was like a relaxation oh, thing. Like I kind of liked how um the Santa Clarita diet diet put it. It was like she does this for her family. She's only like fourteen years old, but like it helps pays the rent. And, like sweetie, if it helps pays the rent, it's a sex thing. Mm. <laughs> I want to see someone streaming doing ASMR voice. I, I'm okay, well, sure it exists. My rest assured, my job is not a sex thing, and it helps pay the rent. But it's not ASMR, so. Mm-mm. It is not. Um, so last week, I got all hyped about the idea of playing um, Final Fantasy XIV online. Mm, yes, yes. Tell us how this went, <laughs> even though I know exactly how it went. <laughs> so I spent forty of my I spent forty of my dollars, mm-hmm. and if, frankly, it's a fucking hell of a deal, right? Like you're getting. You're getting an insane amount of game for that $40. And um, one of the selling points to me was that apparently it controls really well on console. Mm. And perhaps with time and practice, it does. (laughs) 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 We will not get to that point. I I didn't even get to the point where I could cast a spell. I, yeah, like I I made my character and I actually was really kind of proud of my character and I wanted to take screenshots and show her off. It's a good designer. Uh, yeah, but th- I realized I would never, 
I would never play this game again. There's no <laughs> point in even taking a picture of her. Uh, <laughs> just because of just, I, and I can't even describe how complicated the controls were. There were constantly it's pretty pop fucking up, ridiculous. There were constantly pop ups coming up that I couldn't figure out how to close. Like there was actually a cursor on screen, and I would move the cursor over the X, but nothing. <sighs> would, yeah, yeah no, would, this is like two hours of this shit. Yeah, you had to press like a different button to get it to close, and and it's giving it's you so all this information much. about how it works, and I'm like. Okay, so I've talked to this person. This person has told me to talk to another person. I used the controls to get to the second person, and then I was like, I'm going to play something else. <laughs> yep. And then I played Overwatch. You're only like an hour and a half away from being able to use a fucking bow. Like, no, um, we're done. Yeah, and, and actually, like, and as it sat there and loaded, I got hyped, and I went into the Overwatch forums on Penny Arcade, and I was asking about builds and stuff that I can do. I'm like, okay, we're going to go play That is a nice feeling. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was like, it was like the new job feeling before you get the job, but you've already got a paycheck in the mail or something like that. Yeah, yeah and then and I then actually started. Yeah, and then I got to the job, and I'm like, I need to quit Ooh. this job. <laughs> this job's no good. Yeah, yeah, I did not last long in that job. I'm afraid I can't recommend it. It doesn't look great. No, it looked lovely, frankly. Like, it, it, it just looked incredibly cluttered after Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> like, all these, there's all these motherfuckers in my theme park. What the hell? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was just the UI. Like, there was no one around. I was in the starting area. There was no one there. Oh, jeez. It was just me and some NPCs. PC and the, version was way healthier when I played it. And the, Yeah, no, the, the screen was an explosion of, of information. Way too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. Really shouldn't be on a controller. Oh, we don't only talk about TV and shit before we get into games. True. Oh, what kind of country? That's pretty I had, okay. I had a movie. Oh, my, my order has been delivered. I must All right, well, get myself. your order and I'll talk about Fairy Tale. Are you no, no, no. I want to hear about Fairy Tale. Alex, oh. you've been playing something incredibly boring. Let's hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Outer Worlds is not boring. Are you going to play uh, something else? It's not as great as it could be, but I find the world compelling. I'm doing a lot of like quests I haven't done before. I, I like all the little products. Like the, I'll have all the purple berry products rhyme. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't remember the name of the, um, uh, Spacer's Choice. That's the other one. You've tried the best, not try Spacer's Choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like coffee? No, guns. Sweet. No. And people are going bankrupt because they can't pay gravesite fees for people they don't even know. And I again, remember I, that quest. Yeah, and a guy kills quest. himself and it's he, his family owes money because he damaged company property. Yep. No, I remember that. There's quest. some good shit in there. There but, was. yeah, if, if someone called it boring, I wouldn't stand in the way with that. I I don't know if it was boring. It was definitely slower paced. Slower paced and small, and yeah, the scope wasn't as what I expected it to be. But the combat's better than I remembered it. Not yeah. great, but there's more tactic to it. It's more like a... I can see the turns. It's not turn-based, but I can see, like, I'm supposed to do this and this, and I, like, run behind the cover here. It, it's better than I remembered. I liked it. Well, I think the length caught us both by surprise. It's ridiculously short. We're like, oh, it's 20 hours, maybe. Mm, if you... if you, I, I got to the end in about 16. Okay. And I took my time. I'm taking a lot more time now, but, like, it, it's a short game. But it's replayable. And I got to like the the last planet in like the first hour and a half because I'm just a sneaky little bastard. Okay, but how fine. long would it take you to do like all the content and run through it? Oh man, maybe twenty three. Yeah, kind of hard. Twenty three hours? Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not. Uh, not for an RPG. Uh, Fifty bucks would have been a fairer price. Yes. For the attentive listener, this is a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> That's nice. 
good. It is. Yeah. How does it? How does? How's the mouth feel? Hmm. Exceptional <laughs> mouth feel. A little thick and doughy for a biscuit. Mm. Well, that's like it really, a bad it thing. really quickly forms into a ball in your mouth. Ooh. It's tasty, salty. A little undercooked, maybe. I don't know. No, um, I don't know. that far. Buttery, cheesy. Mm. Good biscuit. <sighs> Fairy tale. Fairy tale. So we talked about it last week. I did not know that this was a manga when I put it on the list. I had no idea. I just saw a JRPG. I watched a video on it. What I saw in the video was combat that was... Comical and ridiculous. Yeah, it was like way over the top. The spells look ridiculous. And there is... Your enemies are always arranged on a grid. Your different spells will hit different areas on the grid. So Hmm. you're kind of playing with, with... what I mean, you can't really. Your guys are all just in a line, which is kind of annoying. I would like it better if you could arrange your people, but the enemies are always in different formations, and you have different spells at different areas, and it, it, the combat's fine. Uh, does your yeah, formation it, matter at all? Does your form? You don't have a formation. The, the okay. your characters do not have a formation at all. So, so you don't need to organize them at all. No, you don't need to organize them at all. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's a little simpler than I had hoped. But what's what's interesting to me is that it's it's. It feels like it's arranged in like like a manga like a manga comes in like a like a book one, book two, book three, you know, and you have a story mm-hmm. arc, right? And the, the game feels like that. I finished the first story arc about two two days ago. And it, it felt like a complete arc. The beginning of it, you actually start with a boss fight, that's how it teaches you teaches you the controls, and then you get attacked by this giant ass dragon and somebody casts a protection spell to save you, and it does, but it also basically removes you from from existence for seven years. <laughs> And then, you know, time passes and you come back and they find you and you get back to your guild. It's all about guilds. Fairy Tale is the name of your guild. There are hundreds of other guilds. And it used to be seven years ago that Fairy Tale was the number one guild in the world. Well, in seven years, people have forgotten who you are. Hmm. And now you're no, your, your skills have lapsed. This is, you're all gone. So you're starting from the bottom. So part of the story is building your way up, the, you know, the ranks of being a nobody guild to the number one guild again, which is a good kind of framing device, I think, for, Basically, a quest-based JRPG. Right, but does your dad become the embodiment of sin? Um, no? not yet. Okay. Um, you, you, it's kind of hinted that your dad is a dragon, but it isn't really explained. I don't really know. There, I mean, because it's based on a manga, there are a lot of characters, and s- story and character interactions assume you know something about these characters. So I'm lost a lot of times because they're talking about things that happened before the game happened. I'm like, uh, what? That's always I, nice. I don't know. I always thought Fairy Tale was a bunch of pirate guys, and like one of the guys has like rubber arms and shit. No, that's uh, one. That's piece. One Piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's One Piece. Then I, I, I don't no think idea. I have any idea what Fairy Tale is. It was never. I don't think it's an anime at all. I think it's just a manga. Oh, great! Oh, so, so this is the first adaptation it's had. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be awkward. Um, it, it's and some of it is, and you know, some of it is kind of go past. But the the first story arc is yeah, you're you're building up, and there's like this this. Um, tournament, this guild tournament, kind of like the, the I, it feels like that Triwizard Cup from Harry Potter kind yeah. of thing, where they all get together. And there's a story arc with that, and you're fighting through to be the number one of the guild, and then the last act of the story arc, it goes batshit crazy, somebody opens a door, and dragons show up, and you have to fight them, and then it, it ends, the arc ends, you win, and you remember it as the best guild, and now I'm in the second arc, which hasn't really, I don't really know what's going on yet. So it, it's 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 fun visually. It's it's right around the last Dragon Quest. The character design is very similar to that. It's very okay. colorful. Not the most detailed thing in the world. But um, like it, like visually, is it that good looking? Because you know Dragon uh, Quest is good looking. I, it's not. It's okay. 
art design, it's not, it's in the same vein. It's not as good. Okay. It's not as good. Uh, the, what I don't like, at least so far, number one, is that the magic animations, some of them are overly long and unskippable. I hate that. And it, it, I mean, remember Final Fantasy VII, the summons, like, oh God, can I press X to skip? I can't. Fuck. I have to watch Knights of the Round again. It's got that for some of the attacks. And it is also, because it's by Gust, extraordinarily horny. In yeah, like that's, embarrassing yeah. ways. Um, character you design, are. the female characters are all like, come on. And there was, there's, there's, in the guild, there's one female character who's like a, like a young teenager, like 12, 13, 14. And there's an entire side quest about her wondering when her boobs are going to come in. And I'm oh, like, great. oh my gosh, this no, is this, awful. this, 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 there's an arc to this. Great. Yeah. No, there's a whole quest about it. And they're, nice. they're talking about that's, that's... the the one who the, the most largely festooned one is of course this blonde like American looking girl almost and, mm-hmm. and you know she mm-hmm. says you're, you're one of the blessed ones and, and Lucy's her name Lucy goes what do you mean so it was just apparently that the American version is somehow censored I'm not going to look up how because I don't care it's already bad enough but you're uh, gonna finish it I am well, I am because I can't because believe you still relaxing. only that tune two days ago you were. Oh uh, well, well, I, I think there's only two, I think there's only two major arcs. I mean, it, it feels like about a forty-hour game. I'm about twenty hours in. Okay. Uh, it, it's you know, judging from trophies and 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 the names of things, I think I'm in the second arc, and there's only going to be the second. Only going to be two arcs. You I also just balloon. I got like four new characters who I'm not going to bother using because it takes time to kind of get them leveled up. I mean, there's 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 a you level up different things. You level up parts of your base. You level up your characters. You level up your social links. You you level up. You know, you're, I mean, it's just a ton of different things to throw points and time into. Uh, and if you just do the side quests as they come up, you stay ahead of the curve, difficulty-wise. So it's not asking you to grind, which is nice. The one thing that's interesting is that all attacks, even just a regular punch, take magic points. And if you run out of magic points, you die. So you need to manage this very carefully. The game is aware of this, and most quests, most areas are relatively small, so you're probably not going to run out of magic points. But you always need to keep, you know, ethers around to refill on magic points, or, because if you're too aggressive and attack with everything, you die. So you have to manage both your hit points and your magic points. That's Carefully. kind of insane. I've never seen that before. And oh, it, me it's either. In, it's interesting because some of the magic some of the magic attacks are way overpowered, but they'll cost you like half your stuff. Half your magic points. So it's like, do I use this now? Do I use it at all? Well, how easy is, is it to replace MP? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you at any point you can just. I mean, fast travel is is easy and everywhere. You can just kind of fast travel back to your guild house and you'll refill, refinish that or refill that way. Or there's items that are relatively inexpensive to buy, but you have to pay a little more attention to it. You can't just keep going through combat and using regular attack because a it's ineffective and b it still takes magic. Well, points. that's nothing wrong with that. No, it's it's, it's not difficult to manage. It's just one more thing to think about. I could I, I could just. Yeah, I could do without the horniness. I could do without the. I mean, I will echo your sentiment very soon. It reminds me of remember when I played Azure Dreams and Azure Dreams Two. Yes. How those are like it's good, but come on, we need this. Do we really need this part? You know what? I'm reminded of a lot of people's rationale for voting for Trump. <laughs> what? That they don't like. They don't like that there's all these titties in these games, but. Uh, it's not going to stop him from playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that okay. is one way of putting it. Um, uh, I, 
don't know if I. It's I, a laugh or cry thing. Yeah, that's it. It's fine. The Metacritic out there is sitting at seventy percent is a hundred percent correct. It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. You know what I enjoyed, like when I was a kid growing up in the eighties and nineties. What? Silver lurid, lurid, silly sex comedies. Like carry on and stuff. I don't know about that, but I was thinking more Revenge of the Nerds. And when I think ah. about Revenge of the Nerds under the current lens, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's, se- it's sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. like it, it again, incredibly problematic. But at the same time, I hate the idea that we can't laugh at sexuality at all yeah. nowadays. And I want that back. I want like kind of like innocence and silliness and. God damn! Why can't we just fucking enjoy things anyway? Well, you're right, but there are better ways but, to do it than having an underage girl. Agreed. Okay, well that that's yeah, not I mean, okay. It's agreed. Not. <laughs> agreed. But no, okay, the there, there's is, a funnier feel... there's a funnier interaction where that that underage that the 13 or 14 year old girl meets another one another girl from a different guild and they have they're, they're, there's there's some quests about their buddy friendship and. The, the well, other girl from the other guild is wondering about, you know, why is your guild so powerful? It's because they all care about each other. So they're like, let's go talk about all the characters about love. So they go to this Lucy character, the American-looking one, the blonde, with the, the giant front end. And they say, what do you know about love? She's like, well, I, here, I read these books. There's some illustrations in it. Ooh. And they're paging through it, and, they, and you see their faces drop. It has a very anime-like face. The eyes get big, jaw drops. And Lucy goes, oh, wait, maybe you're a little too young for that, and takes the book back. So she had them. She had them some soft core porn. Okay, here, here's the thing. <laughs> that I thought was what like you assume was soft core porn. No, she said. No, I mean, it, it sounds like there, she had them the Kama Sutra, but anyway. Okay, I I think there's space for a funny sex positive game to exist. I think for it to be executed in a way that we as Westerners would look at and appreciate, it couldn't be done by a Japanese studio. No. No. It could only be done by a Western studio, and it would probably thus only be done by an indie studio, and indies would not deign to do it. No. No, No good Western developer would. And... That's it. And that's where it is. Yeah. Some, someone would have to make like a Western Senran Kagura without it being horribly problematic. And that should exist, but I think it exists in indie space in the queer community. Cause every time you see like a weird sex game that they're talking about on Kotaku, it's always like pansexuality and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Could it be that the queer community doesn't take themselves quite as seriously as us straight people do? Um, it's that. And I think it's also just representation. And open-mindedness in general. I'm not trying to be difficult. I mean, it's an honest question. No, I... No, I... I open-mindedness in general? Probably, yeah. Um, not only that, but when... Okay, I don't want to speak for a gay community at all. <laughs> but when your community is defined by its sexuality, um, it makes sense that that would be... That you would express that through sexuality. You know? I don't know. Does that make sense? They, kind of, that you would yeah. express your community in a sexual way because sex, because, I don't know. And I don't want to say that sexuality. So are you say that the straight community is not defined by its sexuality? Um, defined by our boringness? I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't I know. think, but, okay, I, I think, okay, I don't want well, to say because that, because I being say that, the norm. I think it's, it's problematic to say that the queer community is defined by its, because it's a generalization about a community, obviously. Hmm. Um, but we as straight people grew up Everywhere, seeing examples of what we could, should, maybe might want to be, or definitely yeah. don't want to be, so on and so forth. Um, queer kids didn't grow up with that, and so they're creating it. Mm, okay. That's it. Okay. And that's a good thing. 
But as a straight kid, you know, I'm like, <laughs> we could use, we could use cool, sexy shit too. I, I just don't want to feel super guilty and gross about it. Yeah, it's like there's, they're like, come on, when is there going to be a day when it's okay? <laughs> One day. Well, of course, there are alternate costumes, and of course, one of them is all spring bikinis. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that. But on the other hand, one of the male characters just spontaneously takes his shirt off without even knowing it. They're like, great, you're, you're great, you're naked again. What? When did that happen? Because he just doesn't even, he isn't even conscious of it. What does that, that, that's he randomly takes his shirt off around the girls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not around girls. Just in just general. in general. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay, so the story of it is he's an ice mage. And he trained like in the Arctic, so everywhere else is too hot. Oh. So oh, he'll be course. walking around in sixty degree weather, be too hot, take his shirt off without even thinking about it because he's just too hot. Of course, no, yeah, that but is. Then, actually, uh, that's funny though. That kind it of is like funny that. because yeah. like and there's actually <laughs> because it, it, it's 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 gender flipped. I love this. Sometimes in combat, he has an ability where his shirt will get knocked off, and it, you know his strength goes up. <laughs> and it's it, it's funny. It's actually funny. I like think that's hilarious. So. See, and that's that's kind of the shame is because within all the grossness of Japanese sex comedies, and they are primarily fairly gross, even as they are very horny, and you know they they hit their target audience fine. Yeah. But you can never enjoy it because there's always something there, yeah. like 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 the racist in a Lovecraft story. You know, mm. I think that's a great segue into television. <laughs> is it could be? Oh, could be. yeah. Did you watch no, did Jack Robinson hit something? Yeah, did you watch that? Yeah, I did. Okay, Lovecraft Country on HBO. Um, it was okay. Okay, so yeah, like, I was kind of after Watchmen and hearing about the book. Yeah. I was expecting this to be Watchmen 2.0. And what it, it's it is. It's more True Blood. Uh, no, it doesn't, it didn't strike me as True Blood. It struck me as high production value supernatural. Oh, it's having yeah, more fun. Yeah. It's having more fun than that. Like, it's having a lot of fun. And, um. It has nice musical numbers. Yeah, like I love the what? I I love <laughs> yeah. the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. I want it. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, all the all, like, okay, God, the woman was in something else. They've um, all been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah they've all they've all been in a ton of stuff, and the 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 uncle most of all. He's mm-hmm. like, he's been in everything. But the no the 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 woman who goes with them was in a huge role recently. Okay, hang on, let me let me look it up. I'm actually on. If only there was some sort of database shut, of movies on the up. internet. Shut up. Lovecraft country. <laughs> Heck, you're putting you're putting links in our headlines emails now. Mm-hmm. That we have to use it's like studying care. Journey Smollett. And what was she in lately? Right, she was in uh, Birds of Prey, but there was something else that I was like, that was her. God damn it! What was it? It might have been a TV show. Mm. I don't know. Every everyone does a great job. No, she's good. And the way it the way it just kind of it just kind of layered in everything that they're going to experience. Like it, it just kind of said, you know, people go missing in the woods out there, and apparently the sheriff's a real son of a bitch. And then when they get out there, it's like fucking other like interdimensional vampires. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a really interesting variation, like a gross, gory, pulpy variation on the vampire myth. It was some good ass shagas. I'll give it that. Yes, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to episode two. But I have completely redesigned my expectations for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. You can no. roll with their punches and say, "Yeah, fun with it a different way." Pulpy yeah. and watchable. Yeah, like and it. and speaking of uh, speaking of things that aren't bad, pulpy and watchable, villains 2019. I hadn't even heard of this movie. What is that? It, it. Yeah, it's linked just, it in the email. Yeah, it's an indie thriller. Um, okay, but it's 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 the cast that really makes it, and you won't recognize 
Most of the cast, except Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. But in this, he just plays like a, he plays a druggy, um, young adult in his like mid twenties. And he's doing a Bonnie and Clyde thing cross country with Micah Monroe. Now, Micah Monroe is the girl from It Follows. So she's really good. And, uh, they are, they're really established in the opening scenes as really not giving a shit about the safety of others. Um, they're in the process of robbing a guy and he just kind of collapses. Like he might be having a heart attack and, uh, and Bill Skarsgård's like, just leave him, just leave. We got to go. Don't, don't, don't sweat the small stuff, honey. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they get out of there, but then their car breaks down and they end up walking down the road to try to find anyone. And they find a house out here in the middle of nowhere. And it's a pretty nice little house. And they walk up, and they go in, and they break in, and no one's in, and it looks like this house has been sitting here since the 40s, and, not the 40s, the 70s, (coughs) and they're looking around for gas, looking around for gas, and they go down in the basement, and there's a little 10-year-old girl chained up. Okay. So they're about to get the fuck out of there when they are suddenly interrupted by George and Gloria, the owners of the house. These guys looked like they just appeared out of the pages of a 60s style magazine. Like Gloria is played by Kira Sedgwick, Princess Carolyn. Of uh, yeah, I'm, I'm watching the trailer, and the guy has that pencil mustache. Uh, now that's um, you're thinking of uh, oh fuck. Okay, is Kira Sedgwick seriously not Princess Carolyn? She is not. Okay, well then she was cheap lunch on Brooklyn Nine Nine. She was. Shit. Okay, whatever. Kira Sedgwick, she's great. She's fantastic in it. Um, Jeffrey Donovan is is this kind of southern gentleman who's very very his Amy Sedaris. Pa- Excuse me, sorry. Sorry, you're right, Amy Sedaris. His posture is perfect. His hair is perfect. He's got this little cravat, whatever the fuck you call that thing around your neck, and. Um, and he, and both of them are incredibly polite, but there is obviously something horrible going on in this house, and, uh, the, the young woman refuses to leave without the girl. And, uh, shit just gets crazier and crazier, and, t- and it twists and twists and twists as time goes on. It was a lot of fun. It was just a fun show. It was on Amazon Prime. I recommend it. Hmm. Yeah. I did like Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Jeffrey Donovan. Isn't, isn't that about spies? Is he in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never saw it. That's okay. Um, yeah. That's all the TV I watch, pretty much. Nothing else really good. No, not really. Not lately. Um, finishing up, um, uh, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, that is fun. It ends on a really interesting, the last episode's the best episode, and it was pretty damn good before it. It's not, it hasn't even done its second season yet, has it? No, but it, it's, 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 I don't think they've been able to film it, but it's like written yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like it started like just before, like it, yeah, it ran during COVID shutdown, basically. Mm-hmm. Like that, that whole story the sister tells at the um Outback Steakhouse. It's been a while, dude. Like um, where he's talking about how like her first sexual experience was her just like basically physically assaulting her professor. Oh yeah, yeah. God yeah. damn it, that was killing me. That was, oh fuck! And it just ends with enjoy your Outback Steakhouse meal. It's like Outback Steakhouse paid for this whole monologue about this woman <laughs> jerking off the professor against his will. It, it was amazing. I it's. It's a really fucking good show. It is. No, I I, I loved it actually. I kind of binged it when I found it. No, I I I had to. I I I just finished it. It was really good. Yeah, that's nice to see that guy from Santa Clarita just like branch out and just be a decent actor. The Gideon, the, the uh, oldest son. 
The guy that sets up the whole uh, uh, heist. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, remember no, he was the he was the next door neighbor in the Santa Clarita. Yeah, diet. yeah. Now, okay, now I remember. He's, yeah. he's got a re- he's got really good um, Gene Wilder energy. I fucking love him. Yeah, he's got to get older because he currently like just really has that kind of you don't trust this kid face. No, you don't. He, yeah. he he just do dejected sadness really well. I think it's all he can do. It's it's like it's like his face is stuck that way, like uh, Selma yeah. Blair, like Gene Wilder. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay, yeah. good point. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, oh god, I didn't even did I put the Nintendo indie shit in here? You didn't there talk about much. either game you played. No, did we? No, no, no. Like, like, uh, when did Nintendo have their indie thing? What did we talk about it last week? No, they uh, had it like two days ago. Yeah, like where am I? And they didn't say anything didn't, about freaking Silk Song. And I, I was very upset. I didn't put in any notes. Okay, Kotaku. It's not. No, it's uh, not. Nintendo Indie. That's okay. We can just go to Kotaku. They got everything. Indies. Okay. Well, we'll get into that. But yeah, I played Spirit Fair and I played a short hike. That looks neat. They both are. Uh, I really like them both. Uh, Spirit Fair is probably going to be the one I stick with if I stick with either. That's um, interesting. Um, I like that. I like that. Like a game that's about like. Helping people and hugging bears is like compelling. Um, okay. I watched a video on that. And there was a lot of building and crafting in that one, which makes me think yeah. I hate it. Yeah, like it's very much a management sim married to a Metroidvania. Ooh, I like it. Not, no, no, it's neat. It's neat. It's kind of neat. And it's done with the presentation of the company that made Jotun and Sundered. Yeah, so everything. The animation is sumptuous. And here's the thing, like, you were complaining that you can't skip animations in your, you know... In fairy tale, yes. Yeah, and, and that is a complaint that I've seen some people make about it. I didn't think that once as I was playing it. I was just enjoying the shit out of it. Like, it's it's really, really lovely. And um, I, if you go if you go and check out this game, and I recommend that you do, go into it uh, before each play session thinking, okay, time to relax. Well, and you'll have it's on Game Pass, so yeah, it's very I probably relaxing. will give it a shot at some point. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll play a lot of it, but I'll I'll try it. Yeah, right now the downsides is like for this quest that I need because one of the people on my boat is like passed into a coma or something. Mm-hmm. In order to help them, I have to get to this certain island. But to get to that certain island, I have to have an icebreaker on my boat. But in order to get the icebreaker on my boat, I have to get this certain thing. In order to get that, I have to have a building that I don't have yet. In order to build that building, I have to get these go and find these resources. Okay. That's where I'm at right now. Stacked quests. Yeah, yeah and uh, so like it kind of encourages you to go and do other shit and take care of that in its own time. Like, I don't think this character is going to disappear if I don't uh, wake mm-hmm. her up fast enough. Um, it's very mellow, but you care enough about the character that you want to. Like, God, there's fucking... There's animations for everything. I got a sheep on my boat now. And uh, for a while... boat sheep? What? Nothing. <laughs> for a while, I had to make sure the boat, the sheep was fed, because if not, she would get into my garden. And... Uh, that's... <coughs> yeah, and then eventually... Logical uh, consequence, yeah. It, Eventually, I made a little corral for the sheep, and I can go up to the sheep. And there is what you have is this is this orb that is your that is the symbol of your power of the uh, the spirit fair, and is given to you by Karen, boatkeeper of the mm-hmm. dead, because okay. it's time for him to die, and you appear on his boat just as he passes on, and he says he's grateful for you being there with him. He didn't realize that he would be until until now. By the way, here's your. Here's the oval. It's it's the evidence of your power. It is the only tool you will ever need. And then your cat, uh, Buttercup, Buttercup, Daffodil, uh, jumps into Charon's robes. And Charon's like, what are you doing? You can't be in there. And it comes out with its own orb. 
And then from then on, you and the cat do everything together. And whenever you need anything, the orb will turn into a pick or it will turn into a pair of mitts to get some shit out of the oven. It's just um, screwdriver. Yeah, or a, <laughs> or a thing to like, and then you, when you shear the sheep, like you, and all the fluff goes flying everywhere and then lands on the ground and you absorb all of it. Like it's fun. It's always and fun. And the watch. sheep has its own wants, desires, and fears. I wouldn't go that far, no. Okay, no, like it's just this, a sheep. This sheep Does is it? just a sheep. Other passengers are anthropomorphic animals. Right now I've got a snake, a frog, a deer, and a shrew. Uh, shrew? No, it's like a hedgehog. Kind of like a hedgehog. She's looking like. Hmm? I think, yeah. So really what nice. is the actual moment-to-moment gameplay? What are you doing? Um, what you do is the ship uh, can only run during the daytime for some reason. And what that means effectively is there's only like a couple hours at night when it won't run. And you can either work around the ship during that time or just get some sleep. And there's no reason not to sleep because you want the ship to be running because you're on your way to an island. Like you open up a map, you set your, you say ship go there and then the ship just goes. And you run around the boat taking care of shit, and then you see, like, a kind of like a, a map thing in the top that just lets you know how far along your journey you are. Uh, and if something occurs that you can take advantage of, the boat will stop. And one of the characters, uh, like you'll run up to the frog guy. The frog guy will say, we're going into a lightning storm. You want to catch some lightning in a bottle? And you're like, sure. And then you run around the deck with bottles, and you see, like, a little bit of energy crackling on the deck. You run over there, hold up a bottle... Bam! It gets struck by lightning, and you're just running back and forth catching lightning for two minutes. It's fun. And that's a resource that you need for some crafting shit. And then you go back, you go back to the back of the boat, and you just fish for a while. Or you go and you water some crops, you pull some crops. Maybe, you know, the coffee crop is coming, and you want to make some coffee because you know the haughty deer lady just loves some coffee. And so you make the coffee for her, and then you've arrived at your destination. So you run out to the island, and you just run across the island. There might be people to talk to, there might be shops, there might be, God, one day I hope I find another... Um, um, there's a thing that you can offer. You know how everyone needs to give the boat, the boat keeper a coin? Yes. But that coin is the shit you need <laughs> to level up. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. Uh, so every person that gets on your boat, you get another coin. And right now I've unlocked a double jump and I haven't found the next shrine to unlock whatever the next thing is, but I've already found a bunch of things that I can't get past because I don't have the next power. It's driving me crazy. Um, so I have to go explore more islands. It's, it's gorgeous. It's nice. It's lighthearted. It's absolutely nonviolent. It's, uh, yeah, it's really good. Are, are you on the river sticks? Yeah, uh, the whole, no, okay, it's not called that. It's just the place between. And it's absolutely okay. gorgeous. Everything about it is beautiful. Yeah, I've been thinking about that trailer a lot. I'd much rather get that than whatever, uh, was it Godfall or whatever just came out. Godfall is God, a PS5. Yeah, Godfall is like, a PS5 launch. Godshell, Hollowshell. Um, Mortal Shell. Mortal, Mortal Shell, Shell, thank you. The, ne- yeah. the next one's it, like, it, it's it, not from Souls. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Looks nice. Well, I figured if one of us was going to be curious enough to get it, it'd be you. Maybe. Like, it was it, 30 bucks? I had no idea. I didn't even look. Uh, Chamberlain, do you say you could install it? It's on Game Pass. Well, as, shot. then obviously, as one of the three of us, you have to try it. I will try it, yes. Okay, okay, good. I need to finish my horny game first, though. Of course. You gotta finish yeah. it off. Yeah, no, no, we can't. Uh... You, you, you can't stop halfway. You got No, that's just start. rude. Yeah. Call it a tease. <laughs> So a short hike. I hadn't even heard of that. Oh, it's adorable. Um, and I've gone to the web page and I see like a little bird mm-hmm, walking. Mm-hmm. Some definite web 2.0 design here. Some like haikus or something. 
but it's also available on itch.io and Epic and Steam. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is it even a full game or is it just yeah, kind of like it is. half an hour? No, it, like there are all kinds of full games on that itch.io thing. Okay. Um, it's part of that bundle for racial equality. So yeah, like so that was part of the thing where I bought I bought it for like thirty bucks I think it was when um, when the protest started. Let's keep in mind, people, they're still going on in Portland at the very least, and I'm sure elsewhere that we're not hearing about. There's a lot of them. They're just news isn't covering it anymore. Yeah, news should be fucking covering it. <coughs> um, but in that you got like 750 games, and one of them was this. This was a darling last year. Um, and what it is is much like Spirit Fair, actually. Is it's just nice. It's just nice and light. And you're out here on a mountain, and you want to make a phone call. Uh, well, but the only place you can do that is the top of the mountain, and that's all you're told. And nothing can hurt you. Um, I've just learned how to rock climb because I got a golden feather, and now I can climb rocks or climb walls. I can't climb very high. You have to glide. Um, there was a kid who wouldn't give up his shovel. He's building sandcastles. But I explained to him that a shovel exists that's small just for building sandcastles. And he's like, well, I'll trade you if you find one of those. So mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen next. And, you know, I'm collecting coins. I don't know what to do with them yet. It's nice. It's just so, like, It sounds like a classic adventure game. Um, it's, but it's very explorey. It's very wander around. Let's see what's over here. Okay, and so, very, very dense. Um, like you mist. always find a little mist. Did you just say mist? I think so. Okay, no. you need to go watch a trailer for this, son. Before well, you can put this game puzzles? to miss. Take this item for this item? Not really, man. Okay. It's, it's like, it's, 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 you just wander around a, a cute little world, man. Okay. Mist was all yeah. about keeping you from doing what you wanted to do. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And Mist was just, oh, God, fuck. Mist. Was Mist, was were good you at the time. born when Mist first came out, Alex? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, yes. Yeah. That so, was like 94. I was like maybe five. Okay. Cause I feel like. <laughs> Was like, oh, I have God. never played Mist, and I don't think you're I not missing anything. much. No, you're not. No, Mist was remarkable at its time because it was a game that used a bunch of pre-rendered visuals to suggest yes. its environment, and that's it. That's the only reason Mist was important. It was like uh, Donkey Kong Country, but Donkey Kong Country was actually a good game. Speaking yeah. of good games, I've been playing Overwatch. Have you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I. Uh... Yeah, I keep on trying to make a video, and I've been going through a bunch of footage um, to make, the, and I just want to make a, a Tracer video. So I've got a bunch of footage, and I've decided that by the time I get to the end of cutting the next video, I'm going to lose all this, but I don't want to lose all this because it's nice footage, so I'm going to try to jam it into a video, but I haven't found one song that really works yet, and it's driving me crazy. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm just playing the game instead. I'm actually at the point where I would rather play the game than make videos of it. I'm really enjoying that's not that. a bad place to be. Yeah, that's what I was doing before the before the show, which is after work, before the show, a couple rounds of Overwatch. And I went, it was 6-1 and one this afternoon. Nice. Yeah, I went 4-1 and one on support, and then 2-0 and oh on DPS. And last night, I ended at 7-3 and three on DPS. Um, fought against a Doomsfist smurf that I wrote about on the blog today, if you want, if you want to check that out, listener. It was horrible. I shouldn't have to suffer that. But every game, there are Smurfs and Leavers lately, uh, it seems like, or at least way too often. Um, so and then Smurfs and Lemurs? Leavers. Smurfs, Smurfs okay. and Leavers. Smurfs and Leavers. Yeah, Smurfs and Leavers. And, um, but at the same time, okay, so remember that patch I was bitching about last week? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is just crazy. This is never, I actually like, I like it. Um, I like how it's changed the game. The game feels like it moves as quickly as it did in, like, year one. 
um, before people kind of figured out really double shield and when Arisa was kind of abandoned. Um, and you had to get in there behind him and get just one pick and then it would start to move. Like, and then it moved very, very quickly. Um, <coughs> the issue is Roadhog is broken. It's, it's fucking broken. Um, I haven't even looked at what the damage is on Reaper's, uh, or not on a Reaper, on a Roadhog, what the damage is on a Roadhog's, uh, shot right now. But what it, what's happening is you're switching to Roadhog counters, like Reaper, to go just go after him and shoot him in the head, and the Roadhog is killing you instantly. Like he just hits you once from 20 yards with his all fire, hooks you, draws you in, you're dead. Um, it takes an entire team to counter a really well played Roadhog right now. And that's just too much. And I think if we're gonna make him go more towards DPS like this, and this is really insane. This is like a widow's pick on a cooldown with his hook right now. Um, if we're gonna go that far, may I say reduce the size of his hitbox, like 15%, lower his health to 400 or 450. And make, yeah, like, if he's supposed to be as much DPS as Zarya, make him as survivable as Zarya and reduce the healing on Huff by, um, by, you know, whatever half his health at that level is, 250, 225 or something like that. It's just, it's a bit much, but it feels really cool to kill one now (laughs) because they're monsters. They're absolute (laughs) monsters. Um... Oh yeah, I had a game the other day where everyone was leaving repeatedly, put up a video of it on the blog, and, um... Um, what did I get to at the end? Oh yeah, at the very very end, we had our support had been leaving all match. We'd we'd been going five on six all game, and we had been winning, but very very slowly. It had been absolutely awful. And then we get to the third point in overtime. We're overtime pretty much the entire game. Um, we get to the third point. I die on point, and our other DPS leaves just as we finally get a second support. As I respawn, we get another DPS who decides to go Sombra, which is perfect because they have a ball. Um, I blitz in there, get play of the game, and we go through this like crazy three-minute long fight on the point and win it in overtime. And man, don't ever leave games, don't ever give up, because that shit happens. Overwatch is awesome. So, earlier this week, I sent out an assignment. Oh, mm. We talked about this earlier. Our personal picks for the top, we didn't have top 10, just 10 favorite games, 10 games that you will remember from this generation. This is not the best games, although that's, I mean, it's not what my list is. I know your list is your own list. I have my own little criteria. Yeah. I mean, and, and I kind of, I kind of went through chronologically and I tried to grab different genres here. So the plan is for each of us to go through five this week. We'll do five next week because Lord knows we don't have a lot else to talk about right now. Okay, well, here's my proposition. Mm-hmm. We can bring up any honorable mentions this week. Yes, and absolutely. Then, and then five. Yes, any, any honorable mentions you want, we'll bring up this week, then we'll do five. Yeah. Um, I did not make an honorable mention list, but like I said, um, uh, you were talking about Indies. Um, um, oh, shoot, I just forgot the name of it. Uh, the rock climbing, the mountain climbing one mm. that I just talked about like half an hour Celeste. ago. Celeste would have been in there. Um, and not so much because of the theme, but because that game controlled so well. It blew my mind. So. And yet, no love for Galaxy. I did not enjoy Galaxy. Controlled so not well, it blew much. my mind. Well, there you go. So, what are your honorable mentions? You, had a, you said you had a significant list of honorable mentions. I do. What are your I do. Honorable and, mentions? and I'm sure there's a bunch of shit that I didn't think to put on here. Yeah. <coughs> First of all, Maneater from this summer. Oh, no, I loved really? it. Absolutely loved right, it. Absolutely right. loved it. That's the uh, era of recency, but anyway. <laughs> Odin Sphere Leaf Thrasier. 
the remake? Yes. yes. The, the okay, P- that the, was good. Specifically the PS4 version of the remake. Mm. Far Cry Primal. Huh. It's the only Far Cry this gen that I can point to and go like, that's the one I would keep. That yep. probably is the best Far Cry we got this gen. Interesting yes. as all fucked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Control. Yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. I love it. Uh, Thumper. It's like the only rhythm game I've ever loved. And I didn't get too deep into it, but I fucking love that experience. Mm-hmm. And Fallout 4. Which, really? let's not forget, was this gen. Mm-hmm. I forget Fallout 4. See, Fallout, Fallout 4 was solid. It was just, you know, a bit it much here, not just... quite enough there. Like, you know, like we can all... It's got a real, Grand Theft Auto we need to 5, ship this right? in a week kind yeah. of ending. Yeah, like we, we can all complain <laughs> about, no, it, uh, well, yeah, a little bit, but, you know, it's at the same time, it was an incredible offering. You know, it was still hmm. a Bethesda RPG. It was just, you know, no one can get that perfect game, except for me when I play uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Alex, so those, honorable those mentions. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention. I don't have a whole lot. Just honestly, just... I'm gonna explain like why Hades isn't on it yet, because I haven't seen the ending, and oh, it's kind of pissing me off that we haven't gotten at least a taste of where it's going yet. Well, we're gonna know by the end of the year. Yeah, September, right? Uh, no, fall 2020. Okay, you know what mm-hmm. that means. But uh, no, like I guess um, Endless Legend, I thought was like maybe the most interesting like uh, strategy game I've played. Endless Legend? Endless Legend by uh, Amplitude from France. Uh, some of the best conceptual artists, I think, that are working in the industry right now work for them. It is a high fantasy without all the high fantasy tropes. They just, they've tried so hard to just do their own thing. There's no elves or dwarves or any of that bullshit. They're just trying to, like, make their own lore. Uh, it's decent lore. It's, um. This, this looks very much like a, um. Uh, what do I want to say? Uh, civilization kind of thing. Yeah, very much. Yeah, it's civil. It's it has a bunch of ideas that civilization actually took for six, hmm. and that like cities like spread out after a while and like consolidated around other towns. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Like the the world's like constantly shifting back between like winter and summer, and like you have to plan for like what happens when all your food tiles half. What are hmm. you gonna do? Each uh, faction has their own story. Like one faction is just a single city uh, doomsday cult. Where you just basically assimilate other cultures with these, these weird, like, you're like these, like a civilization of like, kind of mind-masked, like, clockwork robots. It's weird. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna stick with me. I wish I played it more. Okay, it okay. Deserves... Well, ne- next honorable mention. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we don't need, we don't need to deep dive all of these. Is that yeah. your only honorable mention? Pretty much. Oh. Okay. I gotta throw. I missed this one, and just just in terms of sheer number of hours spent on it, mm. Slay the Spire really should be in my honorable mentions. True. Do I need to consider Darkest Dungeon this gen? Because I kind of considered last gen. When did it come out? It, re- it was re-released this gen though. It came yeah, out on Switch. but that enough that counts. True. Okay, well, I would count it for Leaf Through Zero. I don't know if I. Yeah, I wouldn't count it for that. Well, okay. that's Leaf Through Zero was a huge remake though. Yes, it was. It was a, it was a complete. That. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, okay. so these are my five. Alright. And the the controversial stuff isn't in this list, but there's one game. The first thing I'm going game I'm going to mention, Chance, you're gonna this is gonna make you very happy. Okay. Alien Isolation. That's okay. Because it proved that both we can get good horror this gen, we didn't get much else. Mm-hmm. Nope. It was a licensed game that did the license correctly. Just brilliant. Strong female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Some parts were scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Looked good. Issues was with the alien AI sometimes. 
Hmm? I, don't, I don't know that she, I don't know that that Ellen Ripley was actually a strong character. Towards the end, I think she was. No, just because she pulled beginning. off awesome shit doesn't make her a strong character. I don't I think she, I don't remember her being a very interesting character actually. Oh, but the I world was, was incredible. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, my my only complaint with that game was how it ended with a quick time event. We hashed that out yeah, like five years yeah, ago we did. at that point. We went we um, we went to the mats on that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's I will remember that game. It yeah. was a, a very well done. I, I I the fact that the alien could be anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. Worked in the game's favor. I was worried that it would get really annoying, but it, it never really did because it made sense for the world that yeah, he's in the ducks and he could kill you, and if he catches you, you're you're gonna die. Oh, I loved it so much. So yeah, I, I, I could play it on the big screen, man. <sighs> I wonder if it's actually 1080p because if it's sub 1080p, it might it would hurt the eyes on the big screen. I don't know. I have no idea. Um. Anyway, so end of last gen, beginning of the next gen. Uh, was back when I was at least still in love with Telltale. And they put on a lot of good stuff. Oh. And what's odd is a lot of their best stuff is the stuff that nobody bought. I now, agree. Walking Tales Dead. Tales of the Borderlands. Yeah. Yes, Tales of the Borderlands. This, that's, what, that's what I'm picking because I think Tales of the Borderlands is their best game. I agree. Yeah. I completely. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. because Tales from the Borderlands just happens to be one of Telltale's best games. It's one of the definitive games of the Gen Pre. It is, because I really, this generation, end of last generation, first half of this generation, I really liked that style of game. I was really That's into true. that kind You're of storytelling, minimally interactive, episodic game. I mean, between those and the, the, the first Life is Strange, Life is Strange Before the Storm, I mean, there was, there was a good bunch of those there. And I just think that Tales of the Borderlands is the best one. Not just because it built on an existing license, but because it was really well written. It was characters that you knew. It had pushed the engine about as far as it was going to go, visually. And it was the best of that specific genre, I think, for this entire generation. A genre oh. which has now gone been pushed too far and that I'm frankly quite tired of. Um. I mean, Don't Nod is still making them, and I don't care anymore. That's the thing. Is, is Would you say that Tales from the Borderline is better than The Original Life is Strange? Yes. Or anything that, and uh, no, I don't want to say that Quantic Dream is good, but anything that Quantic Dream made just absolutely, Ab- yes. Okay, because the people talk like people. Okay. Now the dialogue is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, what Patrick Warburton does a fucking great, great fucking job. <laughs> it's so funny. Patrick <laughs> Warburton is in Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Yes. You told me. You probably told me this before. He's a villain. You you walk. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, okay. You know what? Spoilers. You walk around in his skin for like half an episode. Yeah, it's hilarious. I cannot do a Warburton impression, but man, he's got some good stuff in that. Yep. All right, so that's that one. Uh, Witcher 3. Yeah. For oh, yeah, reasons. that was this show. Yes, it was. I don't really feel I need to go into that, but that that is the game that I probably spent the second most number of hours on in the entire generation. See, that's one of my qualifiers. Yeah, yep. So Witcher 3 is, e- is easily in there. Number four is Doom 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you can teach an old dog new tricks, and yeah, it works. You could. Doom three was fine, but it is not what most of us wanted from Doom, right? Doom three was a much slower paced, almost Resident Evil style experience. The thing is, that's what I want. I loved that aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That then that's so fair. I, I yeah. So was I was bad. one of the few people who absolutely loved Doom twenty thirteen, but or Doom three, but um, yeah. But see, but, but go on. Doom twenty sixteen. But no, Doom twenty sixteen is pretty fucking good. It, 
it it felt like uh, I mean a heavy metal video condensed into video game form. Mm-hmm. It was I mean uh, I didn't dislike Doom Eternal as much as you guys did, but I will freely admit the 2016 was better. I just can't. Okay, 2016 is better. It's just that 2016 is better. <laughs> like after yes. 2016, Eternal wasn't quite as good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I liked a lot of the updates, the enemy designs. They changed what needed to be changed. Some stuff they left alone, and it was fine. It had just a tiny bit of sense of humor, maybe not a tiny bit, but it, it, it was mm-hmm. self-aware enough to have like the Doom guy fist pumping a, a, yeah. a, a toy of himself, and like the the, the story, like Boo, we're gonna tell you a story now. He's like, fuck this, and he tears the screen off the wall in the opening. I mean, yeah. it's, it's still got one of the better openings in any game, of the gen, yeah. like ever. I mean, it's, it's great. So that's that one, and then finally, there have been a lot of open world racing games because the technology has kind of caught up to allow an open world racing game to run at a respectable frame rate and to look good. And they started out with games like Midnight Club and, and, and some of the Need for Speeds, which were all dark and grainy and very very too serious. Then the Horizon series kicked in and proved that you can make a game that's a, like light and fun and airy and still have a good world to drive around in and a ton of cars and reasonable handling. I think the third one, Forza Horizon 3, is the best open world racing game that has ever been. Isn't that one getting delisted, I heard, or something? It is, yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because of what, music rights or something? No, because it's Microsoft and they want you to buy four. Oh, uh, boy. The same thing happened with two. It's not that you can't get it. If you own it, you can download it, but you will not be able to buy it anymore, and it's happening very soon. It's that's, on, like, super-duper sale right now. That's shady. So you could buy it. Well, it, it's, it is, yes, it is shady. It's, it's forcing you to the next one. But it, maybe it's because it landed in a, in, in a, in a, a, not a dark time, but a down time in my life and just the, the whole party atmosphere of, yeah. you know what? Go race. Have some fun. Find a barn. Do some drag racing. It was just, it was, it proved that you didn't need this gritty underground nonsense for your racing game. It's mm. just, yeah, it's during the day and it's festival. It's all fun. No one's trying to kill anybody. There's no criminal stuff going on. There's no gunplay. You never even get out of your goddamn car. You just race, and it's relaxing, and it's fun, and there's hundreds of cars to play around with. It does sound pretty good, and if I, and yeah, that's probably the only Xbox exclusive that I would probably get, like their their first-party exclusives. That would probably get. Um, That is my only Xbox first-party exclusive on my list. We'll talk about my another five later on, but that was it, because I, I could not, I mean, I love Gears, but do I remember enough about four or five to put them on the list? No. Really? The gear, no, the gears games are just they're they're I love them, but they're just very masculine chewing gum. You know, actually, yeah, it's, it's like really nice chocolate. You ate it; it was great chocolate. But you're good on chocolate for a while. Yeah. As much affection as I have for all of the combat, exploration, survival gameplay of The Last of Us Two, it's not on my list either. It's not on my list. <coughs> We're talking about nope. presentation, yeah, tops. But yeah, and but it's stuff that I actually enjoyed. So those those are my first five. I want to. The controversial ones will be next week. I want. I want to do. I want to do Alex next. But first, I want to say that in order in order to create my list, I cheated. Mm. And you can't have Overwatch on there five times. No, I didn't. What I did do though was I looked at one publisher that had done uh, five games in one genre that I mm. found incredibly valuable, and I decided to make that one listing. Oh. And there was another developer. That had done two games in basically the same genre, and I decided to take okay. that as a single listing as well. Hey, that lets us talk about more games, but keep the integrity of the list. I, I like to think so, but we'll get to that five next week. Alex, what's your what's your five? Um, my criteria was how how long did I play it? Do I 
do I have a piece of its soundtrack in my empathy player right now? <laughs> and would I play it again in 10 minutes after this, or whenever this like podcast ends? So you, you have like 10 it. examples of that from this gen? Yes. Okay, go on. All right. Um, first up is Persona 5. Okay. It's a game I like a ton. I played an embarrassing amount of it over, I think, like three years now. And yeah. Royal just was like just a fantastic cherry on top with a nice little like morally ambiguous ending I think it really needed. It's some of the best turn-based combat I've ever seen. Uh, the gameplay balance is giving you a lot of like overpowered items with sucker punches where you're supposed to use those items. Where it's just sort of like, hey, half your health's gone. Figure it out. I'm like, okay, I'll use my elixirs and shit. I've always liked that aspect of it. The uh, story wasn't as strong as like maybe four was, and that's a huge thing. It's also got some pretty f sexual politics that aren't going to age very well. There's this whole back, there's this whole side quest I've never even looked at because it involves you talking to your teacher that moonlights as a sexy maid. I'm just not even going to walk down that hallway. I'm good. That's a whole arcana I don't hallway. need to know about. <laughs> I'm but the teenager no. in that yeah. situation. She's the one being inappropriate, and I'm the one who's going to take. I know it's super it. fucking creepy, but it makes you. It makes like you makes it so like you're in control of that. You're it's fucking ridiculous and creepy, but very good game. Would play it again in about maybe like six months. All right. But like and, the whole and probably thing. will. Yeah, knowing Alex. Uh, number number four. It would have been Hades, but Hades isn't done. Mm. So I'm going with Risk and Rain too. I have okay. played the ever-living shit out of it. And unlike Hades, it is a lot more random. Like, Hades, you kind of know what... Uh, you yeah, don't know you what do. your build's going to be, but you know... You know, what you're, gonna, you know what you're going to face as you go Yeah, on. you know exactly what the enemy's going to be, what the bosses are going to be. This is way more unpredictable. You can get ridiculous builds. You can do well with worse builds, but, like, sometimes you just get... It just clicks, and you tear through, like, an hour and a half of it, and it, you finish it, and it feels good. And then you go on to like the eight other characters that are just completely different approaches to the game. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with this guy that's just like a, he's got like a shotgun sniper rifle robot arm. <laughs> and like a shotgun and, and, sniper rifle robot arm. Right. You, you, you pull the trigger once, the shotgun, you hold it down, and it's like a focus beam. Okay. And like he, I had only really mastered the engineer, which is like just a bunch of bombs as like your main attack but you can set up two different uh, uh turrets and those turrets get all the items you get hmm. oh so like God. when you if you get like a shot speed speed up they get it if you get like the mushroom that heals you when you sit in place they get it oh fuck it's so much fun so good hmm. every run is completely different and i've loved the shit out of it and uh, number three dark souls three holy fuck that's a good game and i give i i can't really play through it one more time because just because I played through it so much, it's really build friendly. Like playing a magician is completely different than playing like a rogue, and it. I think they're almost out of ideas. I think from software is definitely going to need to try something new. I hope Elden Ring's a little more. I don't know. I reject your premise. Go on. Well, I just. You know what? I don't know where I'm going with. It. I don't like, think I, feel like I don't think had... they're out of ideas. I think they're, they might be. <coughs> Um, they need a new they might have said their piece for the Souls yeah. games, yeah, but they have continued to experiment with their shit repeatedly this gen. As three of the best bosses this generation were this. Like, I think the dancer, mm, dancer is one of the best bosses I've ever fought. I love the uh, uh, the sort of like the corpse tree where you just have to find all the different eggs on them, and like oh, he's yeah. trying to roll around on you and he just keeps stomping. I always thought that was really neat. Uh, moments in that game. Hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of great moments in that game. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, it, the DLC was fucking spectacular. Um, I really, I wish 
I hadn't played the base game so much before the DLC come out because it's kind of hard to like get through like a boss that you've killed a million times mm-hmm. just to get to that one good part. But no, I love it. I will definitely play it again. Um, number four, No Man's Sky. Well, yeah. If I'm going to go with an experience I haven't really had before and something that if it had hit me when I was like 12 or 14, mm-hmm. I would have loved the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Like okay. with, with definitely not the original, but like the, uh, the re-release they kind of did yeah. for free. Yeah. And just how magnanimous they've been since then. Just all the different stuff they've added to it. How much better it looks. How much faster it runs. It's just gorgeous. Without with only being like 10 gigabytes. There's just so much detail they've packed into it. And I will, I'm will. i always kind of down to just, you know what? I'm going to smoke a little bowl. I'm going to play some No Man's Sky before bed. Yeah. And just have nice dreams. Okay. It's, it's a, a nice little cup of tea kind of game. winding down game. Yeah. And the exact opposite of that, XCOM 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no game has scared the shit out of me. No game has made me more afraid to flip a coin than this. Just, and I'm, I'm still safe scumming. I'm still just like trying to like make sure like my guys get out safe. That this game managed to make a lot more taut and a lot more nerve wracking because they, they know you, they know you. They knew all your saves coming tricks and this game gets around it by like enemies that move more than one turn, enemies that like, Unless you kill it, we'll split into like two different enemies. Um, the 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 major DLC pack was indispensable. I can't imagine playing this game without like the well written like you know alien assassins chasing you. It would just feel emptier. It would have felt wrong. Like it, some of the like the, the DLC packs they did, I could take or leave. I'm not a big fan of the bosses. They're kind of cheap bastards. They move three times in one turn. It's it's not it's well, not okay. They move three times in the first XCOM. There were bosses that had multiple... Yeah. Oh, that was like at the end. These guys can show up on any mission. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay when you're like... Okay, yeah. when, you're, when one guy's bleeding out and a muton with, I think, six health bars shows up out of nowhere and just kills everyone. And there's no escape. And it's just... Fuck you. <laughs> but, like, this is a game that will just, like... You think you got a handle on it? Here. Here's a knife in your chest and a gun to your head. Figure it out. Go, go, go. And it's just, I, it is long enough. You can, you can play as much or as little of it as you want. There's just endless. It is endlessly replayable. And I think it's one of the best games Firaxis has ever made. All right. Yeah. Well, um, as we go through these lists next week, we're going to find a lot more duplication, I expect. Mm-hmm. But I was I was particularly entertained because um, this isn't my favorites. These are just the ones that like definitely need to be on the list. And item one and item four are in the the exact same ones that Chamberlain had in the exact same locations. So number <laughs> one, Alien Isolation. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was one of the first games that I think kept the promise of the next gen. Mm-hmm. And that's always something that I kind of wait for. And you saw, you saw it a little bit with just how hot the graphics were in Killzone Shadowfall, I guess, and the water in, and, uh, um, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed. Um, but with Alien Isolation, the incredible artistry of the world, the incredible use of the license. Like, let's, let's say again that this is a video game that uses the license of Alien and Aliens better than Ali- any subsequent movie mm-hmm. in that franchise. It yep. was incredible. And the spectacular AI of the Alien itself and the graphics. And so this, this was, oh, just a, really, this was this, 
this generation's Dead Space. And I lament that we didn't have more examples like Dead Space this gen. I would um, much rather have had one more of these than another freaking Total War. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, second on my list. Again, keeping the promise of the next gen, even though, like, it's just when I think back over the gen, I have fond memories of playing The Order 1886. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I okay. probably played through it five times when it first Whoa, came dude. out. Yeah. Well, like, but it's, like, that's like, okay, because like, it's only four hours long. Exactly, but, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, it's not, it's definitely not that short. It's closer to 20, I think. Really? Um, yeah, and... No. And what it was, was it took kind of like the principles that Sony had relied on last gen, uh, that is like the, the kind of, uh, the God of War principles of game design, which is, uh, your, your camera is always controlled and everything always looks fucking perfect. Like just ridiculously perfect the entire way through. And once you start the game, unless you die, there's never a load screen. Um, it's, it was one of those and it was the first one this gen. And it's the one I always remember. I still remember that fucking blimp going down. Oh my God. The graphics yeah. of this game at the time. The fire. Yes. In the next scene. Yes. It was yep. stunning. Yep. Stunning. Um, so it, it, you know, I, again, I listed above control. Because even though I love the game of Control, I the experience of the Order eighteen eighty six was incredible at the time for me. Uh, and we're probably going to get this on Alex's list next week, but I say Hollow Knight. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, uh, there's only two indies on on the ten that I'm going to. Li- oh no, there's three. Uh, but Hollow Knight is one of the few games to riff on the Souls formula. And do it well. The other one being Salt and Sanctuary, but at the end of the day, if we're going to compare Hollow Knight, Salt and Sanctuary, Hollow Knight wins. Um, it and is. No, they only had one other person. Yeah. It is like one of the best Metroidvanias, if not maybe the best 2D Metroidvania of all I'll time. I'll be making this argument shortly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hollow Knight is definitely one of the games so of the gen. Good. And uh, then number four, Doom 2016. Yeah. That, yeah, it was just rooting, tooting, shooting, good time. Yeah, and it was. yeah, we've, yeah, that's it. It was better than Eternal. I'm disappointed in Eternal because yeah, at, at the end of the day, just as, um, like a game needs to have a good rhythm and needs to have a good loop. And Doom 2016's was better, tighter, more interesting, funner for me as a player than Doom Eternal's. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then yeah, that flamethrower eventually just felt like a tax. Instead of like something I yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, I always had to remember to use that shit in in the new one. Anyway. And then finally Galaxy. Um That was this generation? Actually, okay, uh no, you're right. Alright, so okay, so I'm just gonna rip something out of the other ones. Yeah, Galaxy was Yeah, you're right. It was PS3, it was PS3. Yep. Uh God, there's gotta be you know, there's gotta be something on Switch that I would say. But I don't want to. Yeah, you know what? Hang on, hang on. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, Galaxy was 2015. So, near the end of the previous generation. And clearly not the Switch version, because that one's not good. Hmm. Huh. I think that's funny that we, now not only would duplicate. See, mine, I, I actually went through my list and just did them chronologically. That's why Alien Isolation was first, because that was early in the generation. Mm-hmm. And Doom 2016 was... It actually blew me away that Doom 2016 was in 2016, which is four years ago now. Yep. It's been a long fucking four years, let me tell you. It's not that short of a generation either. It's not really. It's about the normal length of a generation. We forget that the 360 generation... It's been like, what, five and a half-ish? 
Uh, yeah, Robert five and a half. The, the 360 PS3 was the aberration. That was a really long generation. It felt like it was like almost eight years. Yeah, it was. That was a really long generation. God damn. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm scrolling through Switch trying to find something to mention. <laughs> I thought about putting Zelda on there, and then I was like, nah. 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 Because it's all right. I mean, it's kind of why I bought the Switch, because I hadn't played a Zelda game in so long. It was fine, but nah. Yeah, I've gone through my entire Switch library listener. And, you know, like, there's a ton of great shit on here. I'm not saying it's not. Like, you know, I got Hollow Knight on here. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Um, Darksiders 2. Darkest Dungeon. Hyperlight Drifter. Bastion. <coughs> but really, of all of these, and of the Nintendo First Party, I'd say probably Mario Odyssey, Animal Crossing, or Streets of Rage 4. So I'm going to go with Mario. I don't, even want to, I don't even want to give them that. Fuck you, <laughs> Nintendo. I stop at 4. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll have more to talk about next week then. Yeah. Oh, so does that mean it's time for headlines? Yes, it is. I think so. That, that's our first half. Headlines. Once I find the email. In Overwatch news, I actually like this crazy new patch. Uh, Roadhog will be nerfed in some direction, says my nose. <laughs> uh, Diva is getting a second Figma posable figure, this time sporting her Academy skin, because of course. The one with the skirt. You know what I mean. Um, Ikea Taiwan has recreated their catalog in Animal Crossing New Horizons and posted it to social media. It's pretty adorable. Somebody got paid to do that. Yeah. Or maybe someone just did it and then brought it into work and, because uh, it's Ikea, right? They were both like, this is so fun that you should put it up on the interwebs. <laughs> well, it's Ikea Taiwan, though. I don't know if they're going to have that same accent in Taiwan. <laughs> no, like the people from... People from head office will definitely still have that Oh, accent. true, if you take it back there, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> uh, Epic has secured Hitman 3 as another PC exclusive to their store. The thing is, is Hitman 3... Uh, like, the, the Hitman audience is loyal to IO, period. Yes. Is IO doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they own, they own okay. the license now. They, they own the license and they're self-publishing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, on consoles... God, wasn't there a free Hitman on... The first episode is usually free. Yeah, but I was talking... Like, I think I got the entire first season. Something. Maybe on PS Plus at one point. Yeah, or second, I don't know. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has fired its lead writer and creative director. Woo! That, that explains the delay. But that Man. does not fill me with confidence. Well, okay, so, so the thing I read was the guy said that he has no idea why he was fired. As far as he knows, all this shit was completed, and there had been no complaints about any of it. And he's really kind of weird. Like, he doesn't understand why this happened. So this sounds to me like just stinky management. What do you say, Alex? I have no idea. There's nothing to go on. Like, yeah. There's very unless there's like a Me Too thing bubbling under the surface. I don't know. Oh. I, well, I mean, that is the only, like, it sounds like they're almost done with the game. There's no way they were that cre- creatively disappointed, or they've just got one of the worst managers in the history of this business. Um, well, they are lead writers and a creative director. Those are both jobs that tend to get a lot of me, tend to get me too'd a lot. I don't know. Creative I don't think roles. we've heard, no, I don't think we have all the information here. I agree. Um, Prince of Persia remake was listed for Switch and PS4 by a Guatemalan retailer. What's Prince of Persia though? The original Prince or like the 2008 like yeah? I I zoomed in and it definitely had the font of the 2008, but a lot of Prince of Persia branding has it. So who knows? Like it could be a remake of the original. That'd be neat. 
Kind of. No. Lowenthal is still in the business. That was already done. Yeah, it's already been done. And it, the thing is, like, the original was a very simple game. Very. It just was a little too hard and not that fun. Like, it was kind of cool when you go ching, 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 ching when you're dueling, but that was kind of the end of it. And the animations were hot. Um, Deathloop has been delayed until Q2 2021. That's like September 2021 at the latest. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. It's a big it's delay. It's a long time. It's a big delay. It's okay. Good, Like a delayed game can get good. Uh, apparently, after almost all the women at Batman Arkham developer Rocksteady got together and explained to hires up years ago, keep in mind, all the sexist bullshit that they had to put up with, everyone was required to attend a one-hour sensitivity training seminar, and nothing else was wow. ever done or changed. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, and this was they years ago. They seem upset. Yes, and so now this is coming out. I think uh, I think the timing is pretty intentional because they're about to announce the next game. <laughs> so yeah, good, fuck them. It, it's a good time to do it, yeah. I agree. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed's creative director has been fired from Ubisoft following an investigation into his fuckery. I forget. Was he just another no, like, harassing person? Uh, well, Alex, Alex explained it last time. The gist is what he was doing was he was going up to anyone who worked there and saying, uh, hey, uh, you want to get a drink after work? And then getting into a relationship with this woman and then putting on his ring and breaking up with her. Uh, and then, and, beca- and then she would find out, HR. and then she yeah. would find out that his wife, and then she would go to HR to complain and his wife was the HR director. Okay. Yeah. Fucking diabolical. Yeah. So I wonder what happened with the wife. She was clearly okay with it. Well, no, I mean, like, that, you can't have that woman running HR anymore. You'd think. No, and. We should probably story. follow up on that. Yeah. What do you want to, you want, you want to Google that, Alex? I don't know. Like, I don't know if anyone has that information. Oh. What happened to. Mm. Well, moving on. HR. Uh, Rockstar, not Rocksteady, Rockstar has registered a domain called GTA Vice City Online. They could just be holding. You still love going to the the two cities over and over, right, guys? Yeah, like it'd be nice to get anything else, kind of. Like, there's got to be another. You know, I'd like to see a next gen New York again. Liberty City was, you know, cool. Let's do it again. Or there's other cities in America. Mm, Shit. Are there though? No, there's L.A. and New York. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Those are the only two. I forgot. That's, that's all. The, the, well, those, and maybe Chicago if you're know a lot. Yeah, but those those are the only two that uh, appear in the mind of the foreigner as quintessentially American. Hmm. Yeah. Really, foreigners don't think of Chicago? No. Or New Orleans? No. We think of New Orleans when we think about like specific movies or you mm-hmm. know Katrina. Wasn't Watch Dogs set in Chicago? I don't remember what I remember. Yes. Doom, 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 Yeah. <laughs> <Doom>. Okay. <clears throat> Free multiplayer DLC is coming for Ghost of Tsushima this fall. It surprises me that you were like, meh. Well, fucking... It's multiplayer DLC. I'm good. It's multiplayer DLC for a single player game. Um, Weird. You don't yeah. want to duel another person? Not really. On the titles? Re- and no. that's not what this is. This is all co-op. Oh, this is this is you and three others going up against like waves of enemies, and oh. what it sounds like is like one of you will be the samurai, one of you will be the assassin, one of you will be the ronin, one of you will be the archer, and so it sounds like instead of having all of Jin's shit at your disposal, you'll have some of Jin's shit at your disposal on each character, and that may not be oh. true. Who knows what it actually is? But after playing the game, what I wanted was more single player story stuff. Yes, I, yeah, I wanted I wanted more shit to explore and see and stories to experience. I wanted a fetch thing. Yeah. I wanted want a reason to walk again. <laughs> I wanted a Pokemon to go find, I guess. Uh, Warner Brothers has confirmed. We'll find out about the rumored Batman Gotham Knights game in development at Warner Brothers Montreal tomorrow. Wait, Montreal? 
I don't know, Warner Brothers Canada, uh, tomorrow, August 22nd. So by the time you're listening to this listener, we probably know what it is. It's Court of Owls. I thought there was going to be is. a Court of Owls. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's Gotham. It's going to be Court of Owls? Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Okay. Uh, Brian Lee O'Malley tweeted this week, P.S. Ubisoft has reached out to me, so here's hoping that the game still lives, and w- this wasn't Ubisoft reaching out to say, don't fucking talk about anything. Uh, and I got rid of the Kotaku tab. Hang on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What game was that referring to? The, oh, uh, um, the Scott Pilgrim versus the World game. Oh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. yeah we, we, we were talking about it last week then. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there were tweets going around because it was to the anniversary of the game. Yeah, and not because anything there's going to happen. Well, ten years. But the thing is, God. everyone was complaining, and there were articles popping up complaining that it never happened. Anyway, hey, take this free money. What the fuck, guys? Uh, well, it's a licensing thing between them and Universal, I think, and okay. probably the music thing too. Well, the music guy, I saw tweets from the musical artist saying, "Hey, we're aboard. Come on." Hmm. But that doesn't mean lawyers won't screw it up. And then uh, Nintendo had actually a pretty fucking good indie thing this week um <coughs> uh, when they did it out right now or this afternoon or whatever spirit fair first of all the next thing from thunder Lotus, it's a great game i highly recommend it so far <coughs> raji an ancient epic uh like an action brawler actually looked pretty good uh i thought it's uh, like a it's got like an east indian or hindu uh Balinese yeah, hindu. mythology thing going on a short hike also out that day um manifold garden coming out on Switch. And actually... Really the, good title. Yeah, the, the trailer finally actually... I don't know why, but this was the trailer that actually made it kind of interesting to me and made me kind of curious about it. Yeah. Uh, then they showed something called uh, Takeshi and Hiroshi, which might be good, but I... I don't know. Um, yeah. It looked like it could be touching. <laughs> Give it that. Okay. Um, a game called uh, Evergate, coming out later this year. Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, 90s hacking game. So it's like you're clicking around GeoCity sites, basically. Oh. Uh, Torchlight 3 got a trailer. No. Go look at it, man. It looks right up your alley. I don't want to. Go watch the trailer. It looks right up your alley. Oh, fuck. Torchlight 3 looks like shit. Uh, I looked right up your alley when I looked at it. I looked at it and said, wow, this is right up Alex's alley. Alex, Uh... let me tell you something. Go find your alley in it. You will find Torchlight 3's trailer. (laughs) It's because it's right up there, man. I'm telling you. Two days ago. Here we go. That's the Switch announcement? Uh, I don't know. Torchlight 3 Switch yeah. announcement trailer. Hold on. Okay, fine. I'll, I guess we're yeah, all doing this. it looks like Torchlight. Oh, we're all doing this together. Hang on. That, that Steam page is brutal. That 30 bucks, saddest, don't know. Two days ago, Nintendo Switch. 46 seconds long. So, yeah, no. this just looks like, you know. It does. Yeah. yeah it, it looks, looks like torchlight. Yeah. But it's apparently in rough shape when they popped it out there. Well, I mean, maybe wait for reviews, but. Hmm. Hordes of powerful enemies. The pets were the most interesting looking part to me. Those pets looked adorable. Apparently, they, they, they get, like, skills and shit. Anyway, uh, where were we? Uh, coming in 2021, Garden Story, a farming RPG from Picogram. Uh, underwater survival hit Subnautica is making the jump to Nintendo Switch with its sequel, Subnautica Below Zero. I ba- always wanted to try that. Actually, yeah, it made it look kind of interesting. Kind of wanted to, it made me want to play it on PS4, but if I want to look at the graphics first, if the graphics are shitty, I'll just go play uh, Maneater again. That looks pretty good on PC. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Bear and Breakfast is a wilderness hotel sim. 
where you play a bear turning a shack into a bed and breakfast. Oh, uh, an interesting notion. There's a game called Card Shark. Chamberlain, did you watch this? No, I didn't. Okay. Card Shark is a game where you are a fancy gentleman in like the 1600s England or some shit. And you cheat at cards to go from like the bar rooms to the king's table. And it's all about cheating but not getting caught because when you're caught, they kill you. <laughs> that actually sounds awesome. And, Hold on. I'm looking for a trailer. Yeah. And uh, God, I forget what their, um, I forget what the dev was, but their last game was also a card game and it was well received. God, what was the thing? Card shark. Okay. I dig the art style. Oh, for the creator of Reigns. Okay. Yeah. There you go. The art style is fun. A tale of cards and deception. Yeah. Apparently, you can actually learn card tricks by playing the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody cheats me. Dead. Okay. Right? That actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then they did a montage. <coughs> and I don't want to get into everything in the montage, because I can't. Uh, but what stuck out to me, uh, Google a game called Grindstone. All right. Switch Grindstone. Water. Grindstone. Grindstone was an Apple Arcade exclusive last fall. Um, and it was that... Oh, this hand-drawn thing? Yes. Yeah. That and A Short Hike were the two Apple Arcade games that every single um, site I went to said, this is the one you got to check out. It was A Short Hike and Grindstone. So I actually watched some gameplay of Grindstone, and yes, it looks really neat. I can't wait to play Grindstone. I will definitely play Grindstone on Switch when it comes out. Looks kind of gory in like the Happy Tree Friends way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, he just got completely... Oh, okay, now we're in actual gameplay. Oh, it's like a match four game. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yes. But apparently it's like also like an RPG, and I've, I've, I remember watching a bunch of some streams of just people playing it at the time and being like, oh, I wish I could play that. So I totally will. The art style is actually pretty hilarious. It's like great. It's it looks lovely, yeah. yeah. I like how needlessly violent it is. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And every, like, every, speaking of needless, needlessly violent, every now and again this week, I am getting pangs for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I find myself popping back in a lot. Yeah, like, I'm I'm playing this super sweet saccharine spirit fair. Yeah. <coughs> I thought it'd be cool if I could just run up to someone and cut them open with a sword, you know? Uh, Griffland's got a big update that was pretty neat, worth checking Did out. Did it? What's that update? You can, you can unlock perks now. They can, like, unlock across characters. What? Yeah. Okay. Where's my Griftlands icon? That sounds pretty good. Alex, where's my Griftlands icon? I don't know. Was it on Steam? No, I, like, I should have it on my desktop. Right. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there, right beneath right beneath the recycle <laughs> bin in the top left, actually. Like, it's uh, right... It's are literally... We are, we, are we doing ASMR again? Is that what the... No, I already ate all that. my chickens. View updates. And there's people that like it will have already switched this podcast off if they hear any of that shit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It goes, uh, the, it goes the other way. Perk update now available. New enemies, promoted jakes and laborers, prestige levels, improved difficulty tuning, defense cars, more ways to keep your head down. August 2020, grifflands.com. Uh, perks are special unlockable skills that you can equip at the start of a run. You unlock perks by, perks by spending points that you earn by completing griffs as you play the game. You can unlock up to three perk slots to use at a time, and there are 34 perks to unlock split over five tiers. 
well, big yeah, ass but, update. But do we do we have the third character yet? No, we don't. Well then, but there's like an easier mode that I've been having some fun with. I don't need an easier mode. I just need a longer mode. Well, it's good for like experimenting different stuff. Finding cards you haven't seen. Well, I mean, it's nice that it's getting updated. But the next update I'm kind of hyped for is Hades. I kind of just the news. It's a launch, Hades, right? Yeah, just the news that Hades is coming to Switch makes. Oh God, I didn't even fucking I listen. Just, I just I need an ending really bad. Come on, guys. But this fall you're gonna get it. Hades is coming to Switch. You can fucking import your Steam save onto the Switch version. Uh, it's not even okay. Yes, yeah, it's tied to an account. I mean, is our Hades account? I don't get. I it. don't know. They didn't explain that, but it's insane. And given that I have so much unlocked in this in the PC version, being able to do that is huge to me. And then I'm not going to play. Don't want to start over. But honestly, that. starting all over doesn't sound like the worst thing. No, it doesn't either. Because I I love that progression. And the yeah. thing is, like, you got to remember that you were actually really weak. Like, like it was hard to beat. Um, God, what's your name? It was hard to beat. Meg. Me. It was hard to beat Meg the first time, right? Oh yeah, Meg. Yeah. So shut up, Meg. <laughs> ah, shut up, Meg. Ah, she's so good. Um, yeah, no, I need to get back into Hades. Re- really nice animated trailer too. Well, there's so much. There's a lot to play, and this summer specifically on PlayStation has been very generous. Let's be yeah. remember. And now we've got all these lovely indies. Very, very nice. Battletoads came out. I haven't played that yet. Ah, uh, yeah, it did. Let's go to Metacritic on that. It got, yeah, I mean, it's been downloaded. It's sitting out there. Do you want to know if the cat's dead or not, though? Yeah, well, we can I get it on PC. It's... 75. No, that's not terrible. 72 on Xbox. Okay. I didn't expect it to be as good as Streets of Rage 4. That's, it really should be. It's a first party game. Okay, it is, but... <laughs> 82 for Streets of Rage. Yep. Streets of Rage was fucking awesome. I was, I was actually tempted to add it to my list. Because I really did love it. But if I'm going to have Streets of Rage, my hat will have Dragon's Crown. And the, the Dragon's Crown remake on PS4 is, you know, not as important as the Orden Sphere Leaf Thraseter remake. Leaf, the, uh, the Odin Sphere one was better, you're saying? The Odin Sphere Leaf Thraseter remake is a complete overhaul of the game. It yeah. changes all the combat mechanics. It's fucking oh. amazing. It makes the game infinitely more playable. Infinitely better. Way better. Yeah. But but still absolutely fucking colossal. <laughs> like, in fact, they make it bigger, come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, Leaf Thraseter was awesome. All I know is that when I played it originally on PS2, I didn't make it through. When I played the, when I played the remake, I made it through with every character. Because it was fun. So much better. It was fun. Yeah. We really should. Re- we really should. I really should replay some shit. Hmm. Is Dragon's Crown coming to Switch? No. 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 Um, but um, that seems like a great portable game. I'm starting to get some interesting uh, Western buzz about uh, Thirteen Sentinels. Apparently, like, like I've heard that the Japanese just flipped out over the story. And apparently mm-hmm. the story is like some really cool, crazy sci-fi shit, which, you know, sounds okay. Like, I don't go to fucking Vanillaware for, like, for just story. Their stories are always wonderful. I love their stories. But I go to them for the action plus the story plus the presentation. This sounds like the story plus the presentation. <laughs> um, but I watched some gameplay of it, though. It looked boring as shit. Yes, it's walking around talking and then some sort of tactical shit going on. Yeah. Um, but, again... 
I keep on hearing incredibly positive things about the story. So it's, it's still vanillaware. Definitely going to check it out. I'm sad it's not an action game, but I don't know, maybe they're just trying to get a pipeline going on the current gen or something. But that's what I thought last time. I'm disappointed. Like, I'm disappointed that it sounds kind of like a visual novel. Yeah. But it could be good. You don't know. I'm still gonna, like I'm it. still gonna get it, but I also got, uh, Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn Online, uh, Dragons, whatever, uh, you know. <laughs> that you didn't play. Yep. I played it. A little bit. Half hour. Yeah. Well, okay, half hour character creation, 20 minute game. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Fly marrying a bumblebee. <laughs> I told you I'd I'll shoot. I'll teach you to be happy. I told you I'd shoot, but you didn't believe me. Why oh, didn't you believe me? I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. <laughs> <clears throat> no, sir. I don't like it. No, sir. Be, be joy, joy, be we joy. actually sing the log song like no reason. Like, but that's the awesome. family was over last weekend just for like a goodbye thing for my daughter because she's going off to college. And one oh, of the logs picked up a big stick, and we all started singing. It's log, it's log, it's log, it's wood, it's log, it's log, it's bad. Oh, for men and it's stimpy, good. Yeah. It's good. Men and stimpy, yeah, yeah. Even though we shouldn't enjoy those, we still. And this, yeah, what yeah, is he like a racist or something? The guy who made no that? super creepy molester. Oh, for, yeah, for, he's, he's okay. terrible. All right, come on. Yep, he's already out. He's, oh wait, like the, the documentary like has like thirty minutes about it. Yeah, fuck six. All right. Well, in that case, I think we can wrap it up. I think we can. Yeah. Talk about the second half of our list next week. I, I save the controversial stuff for next Vote week. Vote in advance. I already fight. got my ballot. Vote in we, advance. We can fight next week. So. All right. I don't know what it we're going to fight we're just, well, I'm not going to say, like, you can't love that game. That what? love is against God's will. <laughs> you know, I think we're going to all talk about the exact same game at least twice tomorrow. Uh... uh uh, or next week, excuse me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause yeah, we're, we're, I think we're going to be consistent on at least one of them. Uh, yeah. I I know which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have that one on here. Really? Okay, I'd well, you, de- you definitely have Spider-Man on there. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. Though. You don't? I should. Okay. I, I, but the thing is, but, the other five are like, oh, yeah. But Alex definitely has Bloodborne. Yes, I do. Mm, see? So there's overlap there. And you already guessed another one. What? Spidey? Spider-Man. Nah, Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that was given. <laughs> no right. more spoilers. That's it. Yeah. We can't spoil our own list. So, all right. In that case... Senrin Kagura, Estival Versus. Ooh, absolutely. Bouncy, I've got bouncy. like three Tales games on my next list, for, even though the only one came... None came out this generation. Yeah, we know what kind of Tales they're talking about, don't we, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Jans, thank you for talking. Not enough to stop him from playing it. Ooh, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week for the second half of our lists. Well, See you in a week. Well,